it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Hello, good evening and welcome to Full-Time Reds from the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav and with me is Kev. Liverpool 2, Villarreal 0 from Anfield in the fourth leg of the UEFA Champions League semi-final tonight. This show is brought to you by Failicom. We're going to talk about them later on. And also we're going to talk about our offer with IP Vanish and anything else that comes up in the chat. If you're watching, you're very, very welcome. Let us know your thoughts on tonight. Like if you want to, share if you want to. If you you haven't subscribed, subscribe. It's for, about 40 shows a month. They're all free. Where it's a bit of a laugh with, with some football stuff thrown in, to be perfectly honest. And um, if you like it, you'll stay there. So subscribe, share, like. But most of all, throw them comments in tonight and we read out as many as we can. We have them on screen for you so you can see them as you're watching. Kev, um, 2 0 to Liverpool. Could have been more. Um, didn't give them a sniff. Very professional. And. Um, Add whatever you want to that, to be honest with you. I thought we were completely dominant from start to finish. Um, that was the most dominant semi-final I've, of a Champions League I've seen in ever. I, I, can't, I Honestly, I can't remember. Ali, well, I don't think Alisson made a save. Not in anger, anyway. No, At the end? Wasn't that offside as well? Oh, could have been. Yeah, could have been. <laughs> so There's the, a timing at the end yeah. from Dia, isn't it? Yeah, but in fairness, that was it in 90 minutes. And they're not a bad side. They were structured, you know, they were solid defensively. It took really good movements to open them up. And But I just thought we controlled it. Our press was unreal. Mm-hmm. Midfield was brilliant. Movement from the front. I thought Diaz was great. Um, all in all, it was a, a constant professional performance. But to do that in the Champions League semi-final, that's that's unreal. I mean, last night was Helter Skelter. Great game to watch, entertaining and what have you, but give me this. You know, clean sheet, 2-0, one foot in the, into the final. Yeah, I know it's only halftime and what have you, but yeah. they'll have to really go some to put three past us. I just don't see that 11, that side being capable of it. Not with the form we're in at the minute. We're outstanding at the minute. Well, if you go, let, let's go back to the start. We'll try to go through it in some. No, listen, we're going to jump around from different things happening to different mm. players. This is how we work. We don't go through it minute by minute. We just don't because we like to take in comments that people have thrown in and they mightn't be online with what we're talking about. So we just keep jumping all over the place. But it's it's a good game to jump all over the place because we can talk about a lot of the players in the next 45 mm. minutes to an hour or so. Um, but just back to the start, the team. Um, Allison and Goal. Trent at right back, Robertson at left back. There was maybe talk Simakas might get a look in. Kanate gets the nod over Matip beside Van Dyke, which I wasn't surprised by. For, you know, Matip's play games. So, you know, he Kanate was due one, and they're, they're mixing that lovely at the moment. Midfield, Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson. I wasn't surprised by that. I actually talked hated this morning, but then when I thought about maybe the threat of Danjuma, I thought maybe they'd they'd go with Henderson, and he only comes on as a sub against Everton at the weekend. And up front, no surprises for me. Luis Diaz, Sadio Mane, 
and Salah. And then when you look on the bench, you had Origi, you had Jota. You know, you had so many options there. Um, you had to be happy with that because, Kev, we're all looking to see what changes will be made. You know, what games every three days. We know we, we, we keep running this, you know, retro game. And you're looking for changes. Where's the changes going to be? But I said it last week, sometimes you're just going to have to be really brave and go, right, back out, out, just go. And he does it the weekend. He makes the odd change for tonight. But it doesn't seem to affect us, Kev. We just seem to go out and go, exact same, no drop off, just bang, there's your 11. And away we go. It looks like there's a, a core of about 15 now that he's willing to rotate in and around. Um He'll make two or three, maybe four changes within that group of 15. <coughs> and as long as they stay fit, you know, it's going to be really difficult from anyone outside that to get in. Um, it is going to be every three days and there is going to be changes from here, there and everywhere now for the rest of the season. You won't ever see a case where you'll see the same lineup twice. Mm. It, it's, I think I saw a stat, I think on Monday that it gave the the number of minutes played by uh, Man City players this season so far and ours. And I think the highest Man City player was like something in the region of about 4,300 minutes. Mm-hmm. Now, bear in mind, we're in four competitions going going for all of them. And our highest was under 4,000. It was 3,900 and something. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking, you got and City had three players above 4,000. You know, so the clock. But this is where this is where the season. But this is where the narrative comes from from yeah. the likes of Guardiola and City, where oh, we 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 haven't got what Liverpool have. You know, I don't they think have. that's true. I think it's just a case of he doesn't trust, um, or he won't he won't throw his neck on the line with more players than we yeah. will. You know, the thing mean? is, but we're, it does probably show a quality, Kev, because I don't see a drop off. But you could see it earlier in the season. I mean, I know we'll talk about it tonight in a sec, but earlier in the season. Klopp was willing to rotate heavy in the League Cup and the early rounds of the FA Cup with enough on the pitch and on the bench to go and win the game. Whereas Pep was putting out very strong sides to get through. It was almost a case of, look, he he almost has to get something in the cupboard and he depends on the League Cup to do that. And Klopp just managed the minutes of everyone in the squad right the way through the season and we're reaping the benefits of it now. And it's going to be push a big push now for everyone for the rest of the season. And tonight, like the the press from midfield was crazy, you know. I, you heard it in the commentary where there was uh, the BT commentary, and we were to say Villarreal have ball playing players, but none of them were allowed to get their head up. Parejo is an excellent midfielder, brilliant passer of the ball, wasn't allowed to get his head up once all night, you mm. know. In two games against Bayern Munich, he was able to get Villarreal out and get him up up the pitch. Not once. He just couldn't do it. And he's a really good player. And they have a few that can do that. Not one of them are allowed to settle on the ball. Pick your head up and there's two or three Liverpool players around you. That is intense work rate. That for when you, you're knocking on the door of May to be still doing that and doing it for 94 minutes today. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. You run out of words to describe this squad at the minute. They're, you really are. Um, boss Man Steel says, unbelievable, unbelievable defensively tonight. They didn't get a kick going forward. There was so much to that, wasn't there? You know, our forwards worked really hard. I thought, I thought Manny was just doing so well, just annoying the centre-halves. Like just, just, just being a pest. You mm. know, um, midfield like that, Fabinho... Uh, Henderson and Thiago backed up by Fabinho excellent and then the back four were just so solid nothing was getting through anything that came near them which wasn't a hell of a lot I looked it up I think Villarreal had about 55 passes in their half in the whole game um, yeah. you know but it's 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 just so solid Kev and I think that's that's the biggest thing to come over for me because you're talking about a press being really good Players looking manic, not stopping, not never looking to give it back. But when they're even when they're, they're absolutely going crazy to get it back, they're still in an unbelievable shape, Kev. It's yeah. not like they're running around like headless chickens and leaving themselves open. They're doing. It's like they do drills at a million miles an hour, and they do the drill to the absolute letter. It's almost the case they've they've done it. Well, I'd say that they, you go the other way. I'd say they've done the drills at walking pace. 
so they know exactly who runs where when the ball is in this position. Yeah. And it's it's organized chaos, but it's hemmed in by Trent and Robertson's position on the it's it's almost like a deep right mid and a deep left mid uh, position. So even if you do get out, you still got four more players that are hemming you in again. It, it's organized chaos, but it it's so. Um, if it was a dance, it was it was it's like it's choreographed. It's like yeah. we want you to move here. And when you move here, we're going to just take the ball. Thank you very much. And we'll just go out the other because side. You, this you, is how you will see. And you sides, can't stop us. But you will see sides in Europe where they've no problem playing balls around them in, the, in deep areas. So if you press them hard, they've no problem popping it around. You know, and they're happy, they're happy to take risks, I suppose, deep in their own half because they like playing it there. But Liverpool just put you under this much pressure where they go, you go and do that. We're going to throw so much energy at this, but at the same time, you're going to find it so difficult to find the pass out. You're going to find it, even if you can get it from a centre half to a midfielder, that's hard. But if you, yeah. but then it's going to be, we're going to make it near and impossible for you to get it into your front man or get it beyond us. It's, it's unbelievable. No, no last question here, right? Um, does Virgil van Dijk potentially miss a final if he gets another yellow in the next leg? No. If so, he should be rested. Uh, Santiago says no he doesn't all cards are taken off for the final all yellows are taken off okay um, I think if he got a straight red if someone gets a straight red in the next game in the second leg in the second leg then I think they'd miss the final okay but not for two yellows okay that was the if you go back to the Manchester United side when Roy Keane I think missed the final and it happens to it happens to um Ivanovic doesn't that at Chelsea? Yeah, but I think after that they changed the rules. Okay, you know, and rightly so. They it's UEFA's flagship competition. They want the best players available, and they don't want players missing for a suspension. But if it's a straight red card, that any if anyone picks up a straight red card in the second leg of a semi final, yeah, you will miss the final. Yeah, that, which is fair. Um, I'm going to try to read a name here. So brace yourselves, uh, Pangaran Bakumpoi. I hope I've said that right. He says, you'll never walk alone from Borneo, Indonesia. I love when places like oh, this get thrown up in the chat. So I really, yeah, I really that love that. So mental. when I see stuff like that, um, I always throw it up. Now, listen, I throw it up. But if the likes of Red Steve or any of these in here start going, oh, well, I'm from and making up mad places, I'm not throwing them up, right? Pangaran Bakumpoi, which I think I've said right, is from Borneo, Indonesia. So he's very, very welcome. Um he or she, because I'm not too sure if that's a m- male or female name. Um, but look, Kev, like the first half overall, we completely dominate. You know, yeah. we're, we're completely on top. I think the Celso has one shot in the first half. That's the only thing I can remember from them, from the first half. Uh, Liverpool are pushing and pushing and pushing. And Mane has one that just goes wide. Salah misses a couple. Were you getting worried at halftime? Because I'm not saying I was worried, but I've have heard I, I, a couple of lads in their WhatsApp group were using the word clinical before the game, where they expected Villarreal to defend really, really solid and may give us two or three good chances in the game, and we needed to be clinical and take those chances. Were you worried at all at halftime? And I'm only asking you this, Kev, so we can get no, on to no, the first no. half and get on to the fun of the second. <laughs> no, I, I, I wasn't worried, because what we were doing really well was moving them around. And they had—I mean—they had the weekend off. They hadn't played in a week, but that is not—that's not their first eleven. You know, there's a, a few players in there that don't, that don't normally play, and just by moving them around, and we were creating chances. As long as we're creating chances, I'm not—I'm never worried. What worries me is that the games where we just look toothless and the keepers are just passengers. You know, it wasn't the case that Ruley had to make a couple of clearances, a couple of punches. We had plenty of corners. So I thought, if, if we're not going to cut them open, we'll get something from a set piece. You know, I, I was reasonably confident that something would happen, that they would slip up. I didn't think, even against Bayern Munich, Bayern had, had enough decent chances in that game to wrap it up. So I wasn't overly worried at halftime. But I can understand frustration, but been watching this side long enough to 
not worry when you're making keepers make make saves. And really didn't, you know, he never looked like he was going to come and catch anything. Everything was a punch. And I thought, even if he punches one, if he punches one, it gets a deflection, it comes out to one of our players, anything could happen. But uh, so get the first one, get the first one, settle the ground down, and then it'll all flow from there. And it did. Okay. I have a slight issue here. So I Mm. need you to read out some comments that are coming up on that screen. Have a little chat about them. Give me two minutes and I will be back to you. Is that okay? No worries. Cheers. Any comments you have there, read away. Right. Uh, Kevin Ball, uh, Mane probably should have done better with the header and Thiago was unlucky. He shot in. Thiago's shot, that Thiago shot was a whistler, wasn't it? It He... He's got. He's technically strikes the ball brilliant, so you'd expect him to be able to do that once in a while. Uh, you guys are really going to have to help me out. Um, if you would, you've made any? Would you guys have made any changes at halftime? You know, because with the five subs and that, we could have maybe freshened things up. I thought Divock could have maybe come on at halftime if you wanted to play off someone. You know, it would have been really good. But we'll hold the highlights. Normally, never no, watch the YouTube download, but he downloads the podcast. From North Syria. <laughs> wow. Uh, good night at the office. It was a fantastic night at the office, mate. Uh, Charlie the Red with Flappy McGee and goal, we were always going to score. Yeah, he's he, for a goalkeeper, I mean, a lot of continental goalkeepers, you know yourselves, they will come and, and punch. And, you know, but once, I think I thought he flapped an awful lot. He's, he's not a bad keeper, but you know they're seventh in the league for a reason, I suppose. You know they they don't score many. They keep they keep clean a lot of clean sheets, but they don't score many. Um, strange not to be super stressed in a Champions League semi, says Alex. Yeah, I think I my nerves kicked in around um, twenty minutes to go. You know, twenty minutes before the before kickoff. Um, then I, I started thinking all the permutations and everything could go wrong and what have you, but no, no need for nerves. Gar Max is similar 11 next week. I think it all depends on how we come out of the Newcastle game, uh, Gar. Um, assuming everyone comes out of the Newcastle game fit, then maybe Matip comes in. You could probably make three or four changes. And I think... This with the, in the Champions League, the five sub thing is is huge. Uh, it's got to be a massive help to us next season with uh, in the Premier League with five subs. You know, I'm really looking forward to that because it, it gives a manager so much flexibility and so much, so many different options. Um, Matthew P, if we win all all four trophies, does Diaz get five trophies if Porto win the league? Yes, he does. Uh, Port, uh, Luis Diaz will get a winner's medal for. Uh, Porto, if Porto when Porto win the win their league, he's played enough games. Uh, Devil Dad, we will score over there, Kev. They should. Sorry, they need to go for us. I don't think they will. I think we will score over there, but I think they'll be at two nil. I think they're happy enough. I think they'll go. Um, they'll try to keep it tight for the first half. Uh, it's Chris Brack in the chat. Great game to be at. Lucky beggar. Chris Chrissy Brack was at tonight's game. Totally dominated the game. Never felt under threat. It was a matter of when, not if. Uh, all of them are very good. Referee and his assistants were bellends. <laughs> Fair enough. Say it how it is, Chris. I'm back. Apologies. Um, apologies from my wife and my daughter who have spotted oh. a huge spider at the top of the stairs and had to be removed. <laughs> Emergencies. Um, and, they were like, I, I don't give two fucks about your podcast. Get that thing out of the house. So uh, yeah. <coughs> no, it's been, so, say, it's been sorted. He's been evicted. It's all good. Um, you've read that out from Chris Brack. Chris was at the game, of course. Tonight. Yeah, delighted. he was. Uh, yeah, delighted for Chris that he was there. And um, he uh, got to see that win. But look, half time, it's nil-nil. Mm. You know, my thoughts at halftime was dominating completely. And I wasn't even worried about them coming out. You know the way, you know, you know the way we dominated United? And we and we were goals up at halftime. But you know the way we came out and we were a bit lethargic, maybe a bit complacent in the first maybe 10, 15 minutes of that. Whatever you know, you're doing a hell of a lot. I wasn't too worried about that tonight, Kevin, I'm being honest with you, because they set out 
they set out to try to get a nil-nil. And if they get a nil-nil, they'll do exactly what they've done to Bayern. And they'll take, yeah. you know, they get a one-nil win at home against Bayern, they go away, they manage to get a one-all draw, and they, they get it. Um, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But I wasn't worried about that. But I was kind of, don't, I didn't want this to go to 60-65, Kev, because that's when we want to make our changes. That's when we want to use our bench. And that's where, d- despite there no be- being no drop-off from what we bring on for the vast majority of the time, you need players to probably take 10 minutes to get into a game. And before you know it, you're on 75-80. And teams just aren't aren't working right, but if we're good in the first half, Kev, we are fucking relentless in the second half. Like, yeah. relentless. Well, I was having a struggle because for the first five minutes of the second half, I was out here in the kitchen trying to set my laptop up. Yeah. So all I heard was the commentary on the telly when the first goal went in. Mm. And it was offside. Remember the offside one? Yeah. I thought, I ran into the front rooms. Offside, wanker. Come back out here, sorted this out, went back in, sat down, and then I just, it just, I seen the ball go out to Henderson, and he was looking to put the ball in, and seen the deflection, and do you know what? That's what happens. When you put the ball in the box, you make someone have to make a decision, and sometimes in the first half, that's what they wanted us to do, was whip balls in, but sometimes you you should you know, because you're making someone make a decision and you might get a second ball, a bit of a deflection, any bit of luck. And that's what it needed. It needed something, you know, and it was a bit of luck, you know, I would take it. But I thought Henderson deserved it because he tried to do something different. And I think Klopp set us out to do something different in the second half as well because you could tell we were trying to get in around them more, in around the back more. And... We were everything was in front of them in the first half. And it was good that we were moving them around and what have you, but everything was in front of them. And by trying to go around and Henderson getting wide, it made them make decisions. And when you seen that ball going into the back of the net, it was oh thank fuck. It was it, it was, it was just relief because exactly. you knew as soon as one one goes in, yeah. The pressure it, it's like a pressure valve. It yeah. just releases everything. Yeah, and it gives us more impetus to go at them, even more than what yeah. we are. But first goal, like you said, it's Henderson that goes across. I think it's Diaz on the back post that probably would have made it to it because it was a good ball. Yeah. The direction it it's going ball, yeah. is a good ball from, from Henderson. Um, but it flicks off. I think the keeper might have done a bit better. I'm not too sure. He gets a bit of a hand to it, but he wasn't good all night. He's a very, very ropey goalkeeper that is just allergic to catching anything. Um oh. But it gives me a chance to talk about Thiago because it's his little drop of the shoulder that just starts this off. He plays one inside, a couple of players leave it, you know, and then Henderson just keeps going and going and making his way out towards the right. It's given to him and it goes in. But again today, Kev, Thiago was just, it's, you know what, Sean, he tweeted there after the game, I don't care who you support, he's just, you just, Pay to watch this fella, or he's a joy to watch. Something along, yeah. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but he's basically saying, regardless of who you support in world football, this guy is just unbelievable. And um, Dermot Canty says, and, and he's dead right, what a player Thiago is. He was unreal tonight. And Kev, do you know something? When I see that goal, I'm thinking back because we, we've, we've, everyone's taught about the semi final against um, Barcelona, and um, mm. which was just mental. Everyone's taught about semi finals against um, Roma. You know, and, and and games gone by in years gone by in the league in Europe where we have teams like this that just sit in and just are terrified of us. And at times we've looked a bit one-dimensional. Um, while being really good and getting results, there's times where you throw that argument that Liverpool that they're one-dimensional. But this fella just opens stuff up, like just with a head movement, dropping his shoulder, you know, not, without even touching a football. He opens things up. Yeah. He's got like we've said it. We've said it so many times, Kev. But his importance to this team as we approach this last—I don't know where we're at now. Will be eight games, possibly left in the league. Um, 
on the league is five. Einar, well, in all competitions, Einar D-Health, it says they're eight games to go. We're going to win them all. I think we are as well. But he his his importance just keeps growing every single game, doesn't it? It's it's madness. And I know we have to try rest him and I know we have to try watch him a little bit because he has picked up injuries. But when you need someone to just open stuff in midfield and just be incisive and something different, he's just he's just a master at it, Kev. He's he's a ridiculous footballer to watch. And look, I had his stats written down from the Everton game and I thought he was phenomenal in the Everton game. I just had a quick look before we came on tonight. Uh, 96% uh, pass accuracy. Mm-hmm. Nine out of nine long ball accuracy. Mm-hmm. 100%. You know, those balls out to Mo Salah, they were 30, 40-yard passes to feet every time, and he hit the target every single time. He had five interceptions, 10 ball recoveries. He's a machine how he's not getting in the Spanish side is ridiculous. Don't want him. Don't, no, don't I don't want him. him. I, no, but it just, it's, he, he's one of those players that when he's fit and he's right, you play him because he's the guy who gives the ball for the assist. He doesn't get the assist himself. He's the assister to the assister, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's hockey, just, he gets yeah, it. Ice hockey count those, but he, we don't, but, but he, he, no, but he's a ridiculous player. He, he's, I know what you're saying about he assists the assist, but what I'm saying is just in tight little spaces, right? Where in times gone by, are different players, or even players in this squad now would have just played that back to Robertson, you know, or yeah. taken a touch and looked back to, looked back to a centre-half or maybe into midfield. Just that body movement. It's like, look how, look how the pitch just opens up immediately. It's ridiculous. Like, he's literally facing the sideline, right, at the, at the benches. And he just makes a slight movement of his body. And all of a sudden, Liverpool are tearing through the middle of the park with oceans, like oceans of space. It's yeah. absolutely insane how good he is. And I'm going to say it now, that there's so many good players in this side, but I think if we keep him fit and have him on the pitch for the majority of the games we play this season, I don't think anyone beats us. I mean that. I don't either, but it's not for his ability on the ball. I think it's his ability to recover the ball high up the pitch, mm-hmm. coupled with everything else. But between him and Fabinho recovering the ball so high up, they're so aggressive and they have so much confidence in everyone around and they give confidence to everyone around them to go as well. He he's a joke player, he's a cheat code. That's what if if he was in FIFA, he'd be a he'd be a cheat code. And that's what he is. He's he's a ridiculous player. And the fact that we got him for you know five million pounds a year. On the payment deal from Bayern Munich, <laughs> you know he and he could have gone anywhere. He could go and play for any club anywhere in the world, and he could probably go to a club and earn more money if he wanted to. He didn't. He wanted. He he looks like he's in. He's loving the lifestyle in Liverpool, and he's loving the club. He's loving the way we are playing as well, because of the way it's bringing the best out of him. I haven't seen him this good in years. You know, even as when he was in his pomp at Bayern. He's ever and he's not getting younger. You know, he's like a fine wine. He's just he's got an a, an arrogance about him, but it's not cockiness. It's like I can do this. Watch this. You know, it's, and it's like he's playing. He's playing in the in the school ground. You know, it's like check this out. I can watch this. He, he's he's ridiculous. He really is. It's it's his ability. Just go with me on this. Mm. Loads of players have ridiculous ability, right? You know, you get players and you go, they're brilliant with their back to the goal. They're, they're brilliant in midfield, taking the ball off the fences. They're brilliant with the game in front of them. They're brilliant breaking from midfield. But he can do it all. So if you have him with his back to goal, right, on the halfway line, some players you go, grand there, leave him there, push him back a little bit, and he won't. This fella will hurt you because he will. he'll hit a ball curves over your winger onto the air fullback's foot and we're away. If you let him turn, he'll pop one into the into the front man to feet where we're able to play. All right. And if you stand off at all, he'll be gone past you and he'll open up your whole team. And then he won't lose it. He'll pick the right pass as well. It's 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 the scope of his ability in so many different situations that makes him for me just outrageous to watch. 
outrageous. He's got a like, gr- he's got a great shot as well. Like that yeah, one tonight was the one so tonight. Close. Yeah, absolutely. And and the thing is, like Kev De Bruyne is a fantastic footballer. Yeah, right. I, he's one at City that I really, really, really admire. Right. Yeah. But when I look at Kev De Bruyne, I always think he gets to the midfield, he'll take a touch, and he once he gets moving, he's very, very hard to stop. Really good yeah. pass at the ball as well. Really good cross at the ball. But if you were asking me, can Kev De Bruyne take it with his back to goal, 40 yards from his own goal, drop his shoulder, turn and hit what Thiago hits? I don't think he can. So no. so for me, there's, there's more things you have to try shut down with Thiago, which means he has more options, which means you're trying to guess too many things at the one time and he just hurts you. Yeah. And it's, oh, listen, I could talk about him all day yeah. and all night. It's, it's just absolutely unbelievable what he does. Not only, like you said, without a football and how he presses and how he is in the right position, but what he does with a football and what he does with his body that just manipulates things where you think a ball has been touched. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. He's one of those players that I wish we'd have got him five years before because I think... He'd have cost you 100 think, million, Kev. But Yeah, but if Klopp had got hold of him five years before now, Oh, well, Chris Golding says, welcome to the Man Love channel, folks. You too can reveal yeah. your deep affections for a man who wears roll-down socks. Yes, you can. Yes, you um, can. Like, it's, it's, um, Tom Boland says, just, if Thiago was a little bit fatter, you'd think it was Jan Moby out there controlling it again. Moby was absolutely, absolutely yeah, brilliant. Um, Emma Cavanagh says, without sounding like Rogers, Thiago is a beautiful technician. He's two or three passes ahead of the players around him. And that, look, that yeah. sets the fire under us because we are probing in the first half. We miss a couple of chances where you go, that clinical thing comes in. But we're not panicking. And I love the patience from this team. You know, while it's still being a million miles an hour, while still like going for people's throats, there's a patience. But this sets the fire underneath us, Kev, because then we're like, right, now we're at it. And I was actually surprised how fragile Villarreal looked as soon as he conceded the goal. Because I, I thought they would be a case of, if we concede one, just continue as we're doing, it's fine. You know, but it's 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 not what happens. We absolutely, no. we just we just go, right, that's grand, let's have you. And we never, never stop. I think they were happy. Uh, at nil-nil, they were delighted with life. All right. I mean, you could see it from even from the very start with the way the, the keeper was doing the goal kicks right up to halftime. They were delighted. As soon as one goes in, then the reality dawns on them that we might get two. And at two, they have a real problem. At one, is like, right, that's it. We've had our one mistake. We cannot afford anything to go wrong from here on out for the rest of for the rest of the game. Yeah. And the fact that we got the two, the second goal right on top of the first in just over two minutes, mm. you know, their heads were probably fried from, they were probably pissed off with the fact that they, you know, that it was a deflected goal and all their hard work in the first half went out the window. Mm. So I thought he looked and tired, they, Kev. And they should, I suppose it's a lot of work if you're moving from side to side and Mentally, you're looking at everything, trying to manage the game that's in front of you while we're pulling them side to side, probing constantly. And we were getting in. We were getting half chances. You know, there was nothing spectacular about the chances, but, but we're, they, were, we're, they had to be switched on all the time. We're tuning up 10 minutes into that second half, and I think they look yeah. absolutely goosed, to be honest with you. But we'll talk about the second goal in a second. Before I forget, IP Vanish is a VPN service that you should check out if you're interested in using the VPN. It protects you while you're on the internet. It protects your passwords, um, all that sort of stuff. It's really, really good while you're streaming, using Fire Sticks, uh, tablets, phones, uh, computers, wherever it might be. It's a really good um, option for you if you're looking to use a VPN. You can check out IP Vanish um, at ipvanish.com. You can also look up them up on Trustpilot 4.6 out of 5 um, satisfaction rating on Trustpilot. And for our listeners and viewers, they have an offer for you. So... I look up VPNs and I see them at eight to fifteen dollars a month, um, and a lot of people use VPNs nowadays. Um, but this one at the moment is three dollars twenty per month. Very easy to do. Um, you go to www. 
ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. You'll see the offer there for $3.20. Um, it's basically, they're basically giving you nine months free, I think. Um, something along them lines. It is, it is, um, it is nine. Nine months free, I think it is, or 70% off. So check them out. Um, the link is in the description. And as I said, there's a 30-day 30, 30 money-back guarantee as well. One touch of a button, you can be protected with a VPN through IP Vanish. Second goal. Um, I loved it was Mo Salah, the Sadio Mane. Yeah, it was, it was a really lovely touch into him. It was so close. It was razor tight. Um, when it went in, it was a lovely finish under the keeper. Tidy finish. I honestly looked at it and I thought, that's close. Because it's the one thing the Villarreal did all night that was really good was their line. And Emery used to do it at Arsenal as well. He defended the line right on the, pen- on the penalty box. He did it at Arsenal all the time. And I thought, oh, if we need this, we really need this. 2-0 is huge. And we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting and goals given. Delighted with life. Absolutely. I totally relaxed. Sat when back I seen it live, I thought, I thought it was a great goal. When I seen it, the replay, I kind of went, oh, because the <laughs> angle it's shown at, it, the camera's slightly ahead of play. It's not yeah. bang on line and you're, you're trying to, you're nearly fucking leaning to the right, you know, as you look at the telly to try yeah. and get a better look at it. And I'm like, um, it's, it's, <laughs> very very close um, do you know what Tom Boland has a great show here because there's people there's people moaning about the IP Vanish ad lads we have things we have to pay for to keep this thing going alright IP Vanish come along and they offer us a sponsorship to help us out we kind of have to do it alright because we do all our stuff for free so settle the fuck down uh, Tom Boland does come out with a great one though he says Gav you should be like Gayborn and just say roll it there Colette it was actually Roisin um, and well it was Colette before Roisin oh well Roisin's the most famous and the ad will come on I will look into that Tom um, if it affects and upsets people <laughs> less let's see what you think in the chat um, but it was very close but I loved it with Salah to Mane because Salah in those positions so many times would shift on his left and try to hit it. He doesn't. He sees that run. He plays it in and Mane doesn't even think. Just gets his, just knows. Get your toe to it and put it some, put it either side of him and it's in. Um, yeah. it was, it we're was 10 minutes really into the second finish, half and it's really still good. That was, I literally, I sat, I was sat on the edge of a sofa for the first half. As soon as the second goal went in, Opened another can, sat back, and just completely, totally relaxed because my fear for them was their counters. I thought the way they set up with the split strikers, I thought they were going to play Danjuma high and cheating on one side. And the same with Chukwueze on the other side, high and cheating. And they never did. And I just thought, as long as we're, we're, we continue doing what we're doing, we're patient and we keep the ball, they have no threat whatsoever. Uh, completely, totally right. I didn't think it was going to be a case. Now you got the second, you'll go and get three, four, and five because they were quite happy to sit in. They knew that they're, at 2 0, they're still in the game, kind of. If it had got any worse, they were out of it completely done. Forget about it. They were just going out in the second leg just for, for, for giggles. At 2 0, they're still in the tie. So, and I think we took our foot off as well. You know, at 2-0, we just said, okay, you know you say we rest with the ball? We went into almost like a game management mode after that. And we just saw the rest of it out. They made the changes and they had a bit of a go. They moved out the pitch a little bit. I think we saw a glimpse of what they'll do in the second leg for the last 20 minutes of the first of the second half, where they moved their line 10 yards further forward. They played a 4-2-3-1 and their three... Attacking mids pushed higher onto our our defenders to try to press the ball a bit higher, but they didn't have any conviction in what they were doing. You know, we were we were still getting out really easily, and I think if they try doing that for ninety minutes over there, we'll open them up a lot easier. Mm. They were kind of caught between a rock and a hard place, weren't they? Because yeah, at two 0 they're thinking we can't concede another one. Mm. But can we go? We, we, but, but if we, we go and chase one ourselves. We're opening ourselves out up to, you know, 
<laughs> conceding the third. Barry Devaney says, sexy girls and boys will be on shortly. Of course, those, those um, things need to come up in this. Are they sponsors? They haven't made us an offer yet. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Anfield's, let me see, let me see. Uh, Owen says, Anfield's role tonight cannot be underestimated. Wonder if they go more direct at home, looking for free kicks, corners, etc. Um, Anfield was bouncing tonight. It always is in the European night. Well, Chris um, is there. Chris can shout in the chat, what was the atmosphere like in the ground? Because it's always got to come over different from the TV yeah. to how it is. It sounded great. And, you know, it sounded like it was buzzing. Yeah. And I, was you the, the, I was at the Derby the weekend and, and it was brilliant, I have to say. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I mean, the, the town must have been busy, great today because you've seen it with the Villarreal fans. Yeah, they were all there they were in the around town. Stuff, they were, yeah. yeah, no police about, nobody bothering them. They were enjoying themselves. And it looked like they, they were just there for... They, Sounds disrespectful. They were there for the, I think five percent of the population of the or ten percent of the population of the town was in Anfield tonight. Yeah, and to be honest yeah. with you, I don't think you're being disrespectful when you say there for a good time because I think they asked Villarreal fans hand on heart, did he expect to come to Anfield and win the game? The chances are most of them would say no, you know. But it's still great to go to a Champions League semi final. Yeah, and you know. You have to enjoy it. You just have to. Red Steve, yeah. the executive producer, says 333 in the chat, 144 likes. Let's get that ratio up. Um, yeah, try our best. If you, if you want yeah, to hit like, you can. There's probably a lot of people that don't like it now because we had to read out on that, in fairness. Um, <laughs> see. That's the thing. When you give it, I'll give it back. Do you know what I mean? I have to be able to give yeah. it back. You know how this works. Sounded like the Brentford game, and I tell you, we have to ask Keith about that. Yeah, we'll have to ask Keith, Keith about the Brentford the time he went to watch Brentford. Um, but yeah, they're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. And Liverpool, was there any disappointment in you that, that we didn't go and get a toward? Because 2-0 no. is a bit of a bit dodgy. But just the way i seen them tonight, I thought if they actually come on to us, um, we can absolutely hurt them in a, in a big, big way. But were there any disappointment there, Kevin, the fact we didn't get a toward? No, I just thought we... I thought if the chance opened up, we'd try to take it, obviously. But... We were almost like, no matter what happened, we're going to get the thing. We're giving them nothing, you know. And if something opens up, fine. I think we were very comfortable at 2-0. Very happy to come out of that with 2-0. And they're not a side who score many goals. Even throughout the season, uh, in the league or in Europe, they don't score many on a good day. And they're going to have to have an exceptional day to get three. So without, you know, three without reply. Hmm. Look, we it's Champions League semi-finals. You never take it for granted, but they'll have to do something really special. And I thought we managed the rest of the game with the changes. And you saw as soon as the changes happened, and the type the players that were coming on, he brought on Origi, brought on Joe Gomez. You thought that that's a shut up shop. Jota Keita, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're shut up shop subs. I think the Nabi Keita and Jota were subs by you know the book. You know, 70 minutes, okay, you two come out, you have your rest, you two come on, keep your legs fresh and keep turning over because you'll be needed for the weekend. And the one I want to give a shout out, sorry, the one I want to give a shout out to who was on the bench tonight was Reese Williams. Reese Williams was on the bench tonight. Yes, yeah, back so from loan at Swansea. And he had a horrific time on loan. He had an absolute mare from the Swansea fans and some section of the Swansea fans were giving it to him. It was ridiculous what he was, what he was subjected to. But the fact of the matter is he's one of a partnership of the main reason of why we're able to do what we're doing this season. And for him to be on the bench and be in the dressing room, be around the players is really good for him. I'm delighted that he was, he was selected and given a chance to be on it. Harvey Elliott was on the bench as well. Mm. You know, he's back down in the under twenty threes, keeping you know, building himself up for next season. But I was happy for him. You know, I never thought he was going to get minutes, but you know, all credit to him because when we needed players last year to turn up, he turned up and he did a job and he's part of the reason why we're we're even in this position. Um Chris Brack said the uh, the atmosphere was amazing, especially in the second half. The crowd hated the referee. Yeah. The penalties he got was hilarious. Um, Laura Duffy says, when they put three past Juve, two are penalties given by this ref, by the way. Yeah. I think it's important. Um, I thought the ref was poor tonight. Um, but no, I, think I think it's important Liverpool got a strong referee next week because I think, you know, Alex puts a question in there. They are screwed second leg tactically. How does Emery play? 
I don't think Emery can go out full blast against Liverpool and throw caution to the wind and, and that I just don't think it can work. I think what he will try to do is he will try to push that line a little bit higher and he'll have to be a little bit more intense in trying to press us. Um, if he makes it a game where we have a lot of the ball, we'll hurt him. Um, but I think if Liverpool get a strong enough referee that isn't going to fall for antics, which I think you're going to get next week, it's just it's another... Um, way of trying to get back into the game. I think Liverpool will be absolutely fine. I fancy Liverpool to go and score at least twice over there as well, you know. Yeah. And I hope that doesn't come back to absolutely bite me, but I don't think it will. No, I, no it shouldn't um, do. I mean, the, th- the thing is, if they push up high, and they should, they have to, they have to push up high, mm-hmm. they'll be delighted to get to half time the next, in the first half of the next leg at 0 0. And yeah. then they'll have a right goal. They'll have a right goal because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for some of those players to get to a Champions League finals. But they can't go gung ho for 90 minutes. Uh, he's one player, Dylan O'Rourke, Derek Cooker. This Pau Torres is poison. I hope United sign him for a few. I'll tell you what, he's a very good player. And I watched him last summer for Spain in the Olympics in the under 23s. And I watched him. A lot this season. He wouldn't look out of place in a good side, in a, t- a side who can. He wouldn't look out of place in our in our squad as a, as a centre half. He's a very very good player. The guy who's next to him, Raúl Albiol, has been around the houses Jesus, for yeah. years. You know, he he's thirty six he years of age. I I think he was at Madrid when Maca was there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, I'll be always. Yeah, he's been. Um, he's been around for so long. Very good defender, in fairness. So. Yeah, but and that's what he is. Yeah, you know, Antico's there's, 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 we probably, if we picked up more, well, it means we would have picked up more points probably than Everton as well, um, considering their league position at the minute. But just talk about another couple of players. Um, yeah. You know, Mane gets Luis another Diaz. goal. Luis Diaz, Luis Diaz again Diaz. looks threatening. Um, mm. Just a lot of energy. I love that bit in the second half where he dropped his shoulder and went on his left foot. Yeah. And whipped, whipped the ball across because. It's the one thing that frustrates me about Salah is, and look, sides have been at it for years trying to trying to stop the guy, you know, but he will chop onto his left foot and do something. And Diaz throughout the first half was chopping back onto his right foot. A couple of good shots, forced a couple of good saves, but having that ability to go both ways scares the life out of fullbacks, especially if you can get a fullback on a booking. If you've got a fullback on a booking and you've got a winger who can go both ways, you're goosed. You know, it's it's good night, Vienna. And I thought he was really good tonight. And someone said in the chat earlier on when you were out, if if we do the quad, or when we do the quad, he will get five medals this season because he'll pick one up for Porto as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, just, he's, just, he's just so much energy about him. Yeah. Um, and he just... You you see wingers and you say that they're direct and usually when they're direct they just one trick knock a boy and you know have a go but he's very direct but at the same time he's so intricate in things he does as well you know he like he and and he's so he's selfless in what he does the amount of times he, he breaks out of position on the left right or comes inside and then he'll make a fifteen yard run just to get a ball off say Thiago just to give it back to him just to try move somebody and then you go off and. You know, he's doing stuff where you go, doesn't look a hell of a lot, but he's just making, like i seen one tonight, Thiago gets it. Not much pressure on him. Thiago's looking. Diaz just takes a run, runs, he kind of runs at a diagonal for 10 yards, gets it, gives it back to him, and then moves again. And what happens? Defenders start going, do I go with him? Because if I don't, he could just take the touch and turn and hit one. You know, yeah. do I go with him? Do I stay? And that's what gives you Tiago more options. That's what gives all these players more options. There's a selflessness to him, which um, are, you know, that I really like about him. While being direct, while being very skillful, yeah. I think the summer is huge because I think yeah. Klopp is winging it with him at the minute, and that's fine because he knows what he has in him. Like you know, he has six, seven, eight things that he knows he can do, and he's good at. And he goes right. That'll suit me for the minute. I can work with that <laughs> because I'm going for four trophies. I can, you know. 
Um, I can rotate and stuff like that. But I think with, when Klopp gets him for pre-season next season, I think you're going to see an awful lot more um, decisiveness in him. I think you're going to see him getting into a lot more goal-scoring positions um, when he actually... Not that he has a, not that he's, not that he's like, he's thick or anything where he doesn't know how to do it. It's just the way I think we're playing him at the moment is we're playing him to a certain limit where we're not asking him to do way too much, but that'll come. And the start he's had and what could come from Luis Diaz is absolutely frightening. Um, Did you see, did you see the bit on BT Sport (coughs) at the, before the game when Mike Lowen said he was talking to James? Before the game because I refused to watch them. Well, he said he was talking to James. He, was, he met James Milner, and he was asking him about Diaz. And he said and Milner told him he knew Diaz was a player. First training session, first few minutes, he said he was just he got the ball, lost the ball, and he was pressing like a like a nutter. Yeah. And you know he was just he, he's a he just said he looked like a Liverpool player from the first training session. So the raw materials are there. It's just when he breaks the language barrier, then you're gonna. See, I think you could see someone next season that's gonna really get him get amongst the goals. Yeah, that's um, what I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think you've got another Sadio Mane mark too in, in Luis Diaz. Okay. You know, you got someone to carry it on from what Sadio was doing for his first year, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, look, the jury's gonna. It's not the jury's not out on him, but time's on his side. Yeah, um, Veranda Chase says just looking at the Premier League table there, there, and there's fifty point gap between us and Everton. But don't forget that Everton do have a game in hand. Uh, <laughs> Owen Woods says Thiago should have diamonds on the soles of his boots. Facts. Well, Paul Simon reference. I like it. Um, Paul Simon, of course, who sang diamonds on the soles of her shoes. Did you, you didn't think I copped that one on, did you? But I did. But I like it. Um, Diaz and Robbo already seem to have a great understanding, says Dan Austin. Absolutely. Uh, Laura yeah, Duffy yeah. says Diaz has been here four months. Imagine when he's been in the team for a full season. I think he comes out next season. I, I was I was actually saying to a guy at the game on Saturday, uh, Sunday, sorry. Um, I think he's going to be unbelievable. I think he's going to eat teams alive um, next season when he actually... Especially when you got the five subs in as well. Yeah, because, because he's... You'll be able to properly rest him. And when you, but when you see things from him, there's some interplay with the other players. But a lot of what he does is like off the cuff and it's a, and, and it suits us at the moment. When he starts getting in tandem with Firmino, Mane, Salah, you know, whoever's there next season, um, Jota, I, th- I just think he's, he offers so much to th- those players and they can offer so much to him that I think he's going to be um, yeah. unbelievable. I really, really do. A um, couple of things before we go. Um, I'll do a man of the match in a minute. Do you fire in your man of the matches in the chat. Yeah, fire in your man of the matches, yeah. Do you do you that toy? Man City versus Real Madrid. I'm gonna say it now. I think Man City go and score at least twice in the yeah. Bonabell, and I think they go through to the final. Any any objections to that? No, no, I think that I think they they should have scored six or seven last night, and I don't think Madrid are good enough to live with them for ninety minutes in the second leg. But I'll tell you what, that Man City's squad, for all of the squad depth that they do have, they're starting to hurt hemorrhage players now. You know, and when you see in Fabinho, or sorry, Fernandinho having to come on at right back. I think Cancelo was suspended, was he? Cancelo was suspended, but Walker's injured, and they lost another player to injury last night as well. Right. It's And the injuries that they're losing are muscle injuries. And. You know, the, the, we're, they're on the same relentless pace of games as what we are. The, the difference is we have more options and they needed a more comfortable result last night than what they got. They can't afford to gamble because it's one thing Real Madrid at home. You can't take risk Benzema last night. He's a ridiculous footballer as well. Mm. You know, talk about someone who improves and, and continues to improve with age. They just can't take liberties with Madrid. But at the same time, I think they'll have enough for up. They'll have too much for them, but it's still going to take more out of the tank. Mm. Chris Brack says, I think City could regret not killing the toy. It could hurt them. James says that uh, City looked knackered for him. Kevin Ball reckons that um, City would crack under the pressure. Um, 
Laura Duffy says had uh, City had to walk a lot harder than we did. That was really um, Stones. It was John Stones last night. And the thing is, Ruben yeah. Diaz is only just coming back from injury. Um, yeah, Stones lasted 30 minutes, says Ben Ebbe. Owen Wood says, I didn't think you were old enough to remember Paul Simon Gaff. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I, I, Simon and Garfunkel, I was brought up on um, uncles of mine and stuff. We're, we're big fans. Um, Bossman Steel says, give over Gaff, stop chasing spiders and get the cans out. Not tonight, no cans tonight. <laughs> um, but we may do it at the weekend if City drop points uh, and, and we don't. Um, Stones last night, Fabinho looked broke and on the bus pass, Ben's uh, a shoe in for the Ballon d'Or, maybe so. Um, Ray, I'll never for Archie Doolan. Um, take liberty, says Laura Duffy, Benzema make you pay. Uh, Red Steve reckons Leeds will get a draw. Um, they're going to be stronger with Walker and Cancelo back, says Antonet. I don't know when Walker comes back. That's the only thing. Just talk to you, you won't see him for the rest of the season. Um, Leeds, oh, here comes Just Joe Football Show. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Uh, Leeds going, handing buddy? Liverpool the title on Saturday. Well, listen, Karina, I tell you, if Leeds, I'll make this promise to Joe, just to Joe, if Leeds beat Man City at the weekend or take points off them, okay, and Liverpool go on to win the title as a result, the LFC day trip will buy Joe a new tracksuit because I know he loves a fucking tracksuit. I remember the time it was his birthday and he got a tracksuit and he was so happy with himself. So we will buy him a tracksuit of his choice. And I think that's fair enough that's fair. Um, that's if, he's, if he's making those sort of promises um, with five league games to go. So he must have Joe on. Is, too. Is, is Joe a convert? Joe, are you converted now to... Uh, Jesse Marsh ball or Marsh football. Uh, Joe, Joe's just a proper Leeds I, fan that'll back. I, I watched, I watched Joe's watch, watch along for the uh, Palace game the other night uh, while we were while it was on, and the guy goes through the mill. The guy goes, he's Joe, a proper proper Joe fan. He goes over how, like love people the guy. think. Love the guy. I don't know how Joe isn't like fucking on a sedative. After most Leeds games, genuinely need something to fucking just, you know, calm them down. You know, um, but Joe was sound. I have, we have to get Joe on soon again, actually, because Joe, Joe was brilliant for the random chats and the yeah. football chats, and he hates fucking Frank Lampard, which is a massive bonus when you're turning up on a Liverpool uh, podcast. Um, a lot of people in there are going with, going with Real. Some are going with City. We'll have to wait. It's, it's a tight one. That's the thing. City can't take any liberties now. You know, they got a tough game at the weekend. Leeds will give them a game. Leeds Palace. Jesse Marsh has played his 4-2-3-1 now. And the Palace with the forwards, with the wingers and the attackers that they add on are no different to what City are. Well, they'll they'll run at you and they'll play one twos and what have you. And Leeds handled them okay. You know, it's going the other way. Will Leeds be able to cause them a threat going the other way in Rafinha? And you hope that something bounces right for him on the day. But I think they'll be able to cause him problems. Mm. And it's another game, again, City can't take liberties. Mm. You know, they can't, they can't, they don't have the luxury now of being able to rest players because when you look at the bench, I think there's five kids on the bench last night, mm. including like Stefan and, and Go. But I think there was four kids on the bench. So mm. this episode is brought to you by Hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It'll be an interesting, but then again, we've got to go to Newcastle, and that won't be an easy game. No, there Newcastle. There's no easy there. games now. No. There's no easy games. Kieran B says he'll donate for the tracky. Please, for the love of God, take points off. You won't donate to the tracks. You, if you're donating to anything, you donate to a charity. All right, um, and that's a great segue. Yeah, um, donate to a charity. But no, before we get into our charity, because I, I always give it the last word. Um, man of the match. A few in there have said Thiago. And there was another couple of names floating around, but man of the match for you. Look, I think Thiago is ridiculous tonight. Um, I would give him man of the match, but I'd give an honourable mention to Fabinho. Um, his intensity in the second half, especially, was what drove us on. And I think those type of players don't have... I think we're lucky that in Fabinho, we do give him the props that he deserves. 
because normally in football, those kind of players don't get it. And he was really, I mean, the, the centre-back pairing was outstanding. They mopped up everything. Mane took his goal really well, linked up to play okay. Diaz was good, but look, Thiago was just special again tonight. He was mm-hmm. man of the match, hands down. I think Thiago was brilliant. I, I want to give an honourable mention to uh, Kanate, who I thought was yeah. excellent tonight. Um, and I also want to give a shout to Mane because when we were pushing and when even when we were patient and even at various times when we didn't have the ball, which wasn't a hell of a lot, he was such a menace to them. And I thought he worked so, so hard. And he comes off on 70 or whatever it is. Um, he worked so hard, Sadio Mane. I thought Kanate is just... Yeah getting better and better and better with every game. But Thiago just, he's just just that spark. And that spark for the fourth goal is absolutely massive for me. Yeah, one thing with the um, Premier League games, the night games especially, I've noticed a lot, all of the games that I've played, any of the Muslim players, as soon as uh, the sun goes down, the game stops and they get something into them. Mm. You know, whether it's supplements or what have you. That didn't happen tonight. And so the likes of Mo Salah, Kanate, Sadio Mane, and any other Muslim players that were playing tonight didn't get that until halftime. Hmm. So, you know, to to do what they're doing, as well as going through Ramadan and putting in performances like they're doing, on unreal. I mean, they're just phenomenal athletes. They really are. They're just mm-hmm. phenomenal players. Uh, a couple of people have said, man of the match, Alisson, for not falling asleep or staying awake. <laughs> um, a few people have said that as well. Um, yeah, I just... Plus more, I say, Salah got a touch for both goals. Yeah, look, yeah. Salah was involved tonight. He was, yeah. he was involved all night. And you have to remember, like, uh, even when Salah's not playing well, he just attracts so many opposition players to him. Mm-hmm. And that's where sometimes he can just take them apart sometimes he's, he's actually you use him a bit more where to freeze up space with likes of Mane Jota uh, Diaz anyone coming from midfield he just attracts so many players and that's why he's left on the pitch he's also a ridiculously fit man like he just yeah. never comes off like do you know what I mean but um, it's just uh, he's, he's just one of those isn't he that he's he's always liable to do something and that's probably why you leave you, mm. you leave him on as much as possible yeah. and Again, he's he's a hell of an athlete, mm. you know, and you got to give it to the to the medical department at the club because the way Klopp has managed them and the way they've helped get them to this position to where we have such a, a fit and available squad, you know, this isn't just a this isn't done by accident. Yeah. It's all these little margins that Klopp talks about that we're reaping the benefits from. Yeah, Sam says uh, Salah has two goals and two assists in his last three games. Not so bad. Um, Alisson could have done the podcast to me. He could have joined the game, in fairness to him. Um, but look, it, it's it's a really good result for Liverpool. And I think, yeah. you know, I think it was Sean he was saying on Sunday night when he was on that how much effort went in from Liverpool against Everton was probably a reason why you could go strong again tonight. I think Liverpool put a lot, a lot of effort into this game tonight. Um, but look, it's a really good result. It brings us, we go again, as I always say, that one's gone next and next yeah. is Newcastle on, on Saturday. Um, yeah, really quick turnaround. You know, so. in around noon, half 12. But um, look, Liverpool were excellent tonight. They fully deserved the 2-0. It could have been more. We go into next Tuesday against Villarreal looking in a really healthy position. Um, to go and reach another European Cup final. Um, and that's all you can ask for. That's European it. Cup final, semi-final. And we're going in a really healthy position. That's all you can ask for. Last thing is our charity. Um, I keep banging on about this and I won't stop banging on about it and I make no apologies. Um, but Failicon is a fantastic charity that looks after parents who've lost kids during pregnancy or soon after birth. It's um, completely voluntary what they do. Um and what they did was amazing, genuinely. Um, we're trying to raise €10,000 for them. That is a big amount of money, don't get me wrong. But in the grand scheme of charities, it's not a huge amount of money. But it would set them up possibly for two to three years, which I think is just, it just shows you 
how much voluntary work goes in when ten grand can can get you through for ten uh, for for ten grand for three years. That's stuff like telephone lines being manned um, on a full time basis. You know, counselors being available to um, brave parents and stuff like that. So, look. It's a fantastic charity. The link is in the description. We're trying to get to 10K. Um, you know, we're nearly halfway there. We only have, we, we tried to get it done by the 10th of June when our golf day is on. We probably won't get there, but we're not going to stop until we get to 10K. With regards to the golf day, I think we've one or two sponsorship opportunities available still before we fully book out 100 euro um, per tee box on the golf course for the day with your company or your family name or your individual name or you know, you can, I don't know, you can stick Failicon's name on it if you don't want yours on it. It's a hundred euro each. You can email us, lfcdaytrippers at gmail.com if you're interested in that. But as I said, donate if you can. If you can't, just share it. We're, that's what I'll ask them. Share it to people, tell them to look at it. And if they, can, if they can donate, great. If they can't, get them to share it and tell the people what they've just been told by you um, in regards to how good it is and how, like I genuinely think if this just took off and It'd be so easy to get to 10K, but I know it's hard at this time as well. But Failicon, fantastic charity. We're going to stick with it until we um, until we get to the 10K by hook or by crook. Um, Kev, anything else before we go? No, we're all good, Ben. Uh, roll, on to, go roll on to Newcastle now. Uh, it's a really quick turnaround, this one. You know, yeah. Wednesday to Saturday. This is probably yeah. the shortest turnaround that we've got. So, you know, this is not going to be an easy game. Hmm. So turn up on the day, strong side again, and hopefully be able to enjoy the rest of the weekend after after a win away to Newcastle would be great. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, with regards to ourselves, uh, we always usually take a Thursday off, so you mightn't see us tomorrow. Um, Friday, um, I'll try to be back with the cop update on Friday. Um, I'm just having work done in the house here, and it's bedlam. I'm trying to get to do work is just ne- near on impossible. Um but Friday night you will have sports unplugged. Yeah. You will have um, full-time Reds. You'll have this show on Saturday after the Newcastle v Liverpool game. You'll have the Fatback 4 on Sunday and then we'll go into another week um, next week. That's about it. Uh, no cases. Great show, lads. Thanks. Yeah, hit the like button on your way out if you haven't already. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. Tell your mates, tell your friends, tell your ma, wherever it is. Um, <laughs> and we will keep the content coming as much as we can. We are looking to sort out a viewers show coming hopefully next week or the week after we're trying to get a few people involved check out their sound check out their video quality all that sort of stuff and we're literally going to have a show well, with tele- viewers on it. the telegram group you know yeah the telegram group if you're if you're a subscriber you go into our youtube channel you go onto the community tab you go down to the post about um our chat app you click a link you give your details and it's very self-explanatory. You can get in there. There's probably between 80 and 100 people in there at the minute. Just chatting yeah. Liverpool, chatting transfers, chatting random stuff, crisp sandwiches. Really good. Really good laugh, actually. Yeah. Especially it's if actually, you're on work um, and you're bored. No, <laughs> you do you know what? It's actually, it's actually a great alternative to social media. I think. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah, it is. Because it's like social media because you don't know the people personally in the group. Yeah. But it's not like social media because they aren't dickheads. So um, exactly. that's probably the way to look at it. And there's an awful um, lot of people who are in the chat tonight who are in the Telegram app. So mm. it it is a good way to keep in touch. I, I found it when I'm at work and I've got nothing going on. Just chat to the people who are in the group. Yeah, it is good. And it's free. But, it, and it's, but free. it's free. It's absolutely free. We cover the cost of that as well. Um, it does cost us money to keep that chat. Um, running every month we cover the cost of that as well simply to allow you to go and chat to fellow Liverpool fans without having to be on Twitter and people saying stuff like ratio and fucking dead club and all that right because um, I just couldn't be able for that um, but that has been um, that has been the full time Reds Liverpool 2 Villarreal nil. Liverpool with one foot I would say in the European Cup final and hopefully we get the business done next Tuesday and we can sit back and see who of Real Madrid or Man City will join us in Paris. That's it. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.